This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking, and I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. Oh, let's just go ahead and start out the new year with a happy new year. And I hope you had an awesome New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. I know. So I, I, I forgot my horn and all that stuff. So. You did. And yeah. your hat and, and stuff. And the Black Eyed Peas. You don't have those either. No, no. We could probably play the Black Eyed Peas, but that's about the best we could oh, do. that's so a good idea. That's a very good idea. I know it didn't eat any traditional good luck food. Which I don't know. I wonder if that's jinxing me there a little bit. But I don't know. I didn't want to eat anything. I just wanted to make it to the new year. Yeah, well, you were driving back through the rain in New Orleans, which I get to do today, too. I get to drive. Not to New Orleans. I'm going the opposite direction. But ah. Gosh, weather tough. And tough weather day today. Everybody stay weather aware. Yeah, Got the potential. but at least it's still not cold, though. Well, it's supposed to, you know, believe it or not, latter part of the week, there is actually in North Mississippi a chance of the S-word. Stop it. Yeah. Snow. Really? I know. It shocked me, not too. Not showers? Yeah, well, not showers. <laughs> no, not not sludge. Not anything else. Um, but, yeah, it's like 80 degrees out there right now, and it's supposed to be that way, because that's Mississippi for you. Yes, it is. You never know. You had a great New Year's Eve. You were down in New Orleans working, of course. Yeah. I wasn't working. I was just having what? fun. Yeah. You took a weekend, and you weren't working? I did. I uh. went to get some beignets. I went to two awesome restaurants, Neows, Neos. I don't know how to say it, but it was awesome. The catfish was great. I went to another place <laughs> called Oceana's. The gumbo was great. I am, you know, like pro-gumbo all the way, so I wanted to go where there was gumbo. And that's a very was, good place to be great. in New Orleans for gumbo. Yeah, it's like it's good everywhere, pretty much. Uh, I mean, I, I imagine it's hard to run upon some bad gumbo in New Orleans. You don't go to Des Moines for gumbo. You go to New <laughs> Orleans. So, But it rained the whole time you were there, of course. But people were still out. It's like the rain didn't even matter. Everybody had ponchos, and we were just, you know, kicking it like it wasn't raining at all there were just as many people in the streets well i went straight from book tour to getting ready to teach a college class so i'll be doing that for a couple of weeks so that's gonna be a <laughs> you lot of fun you kind of have a college professor outfit on today i did i got my uh, yeah i wish this sweater and radio is such a visual medium but yeah i got my middle-aged man uh, sweater on right now i look you like do. A, i look like i just walked out of the bank <laughs> you do <laughs> it really is. but it's it's nice it's cozy it works out well when it's yeah. 80 degrees out there it's a good sweater you gotta put some glasses on uh yeah so i could see right. i actually took them off but uh, that's okay yeah, but hey we have a fantastic guest today and I've, I've known this guy for a while um and i've seen some incredible changes in his life mm-hmm. uh he's a guy that's always inspired me because he's one of those kind of people that his will was so strong he could overcome just about anything in his life and he has but he got broken physically and it changed him spiritually and so i think also too i mean come on it's new year's and we've all got a resolute resolutions Right. Mm-hmm. You've got yours. I've got mine. And we'll talk about that in just a second. And Paul can help you maybe get through some of those. And I mentioned Paul. Paul Lacoste is with us. Um, if you're around the Jackson area, you might know Paul. Or if you're a Mississippi State fan, you might know Paul. Or Paul's kind of a hard guy to miss. <laughs> he's a big guy. Um, he's sitting right next to me. So I'm going to be real nice about it because I don't want him you to better. smack me. <laughs> or at least when he's coaching me, I don't want him to. Because he and I, I will say this. Um, Paul has a very intense coaching style, very motivational coaching style. And early on, uh, I was about 250 pounds. Uh, I'd run a marathon. I, my job chat status changed, and I started self-medicating with Coca-Cola, which is a great way to add weight on you. Uh, I did. I gained 50 pounds in a year. And so he and my wife kind of worked together 
to do an intervention on me. And so I went to go work out at his boot camp, Fit for Change, at Jackson State University in the morning at 5 o'clock. And I'm out there, and it was like a freight train ran over me when he came through the room. Hmm. And he absolutely, I was so out of shape, Sharita, that I ran a marathon, and one year later I could barely run a mile. That's oh, how wow. fast I dropped. And it was embarrassing. I'd walk past my car every day, and I had a 26.2 sticker on my car. And I'm like, I am such a fraud. <laughs> you know, I'm a severe fraud. So he put me in. Okay, he breaks it down by lines, right? So he puts, um, there's six or seven or eight lines. I forgot. I'm in the very worst line. I am the only non-African-American female that isn't, like, really, really, really overweight. Mm -hmm. They were awesome. I loved those. I love that line because they were all so supportive of me because Mm -hmm. they saw me there dying and sweating blood and all that stuff. Because, you know, getting back in shape sometimes is not the easiest thing to do. No. Two weeks into it, Paul comes up to me and puts me in line number two. (laughs) So, oh, oh yeah, because he knows, like, okay, big boy, we know you can do it, so you're going to do it. And, I mean, one day he's just completely chewing me. I mean, I deserved it, okay? I'm, I got my hand up here. I deserved all the chewing I got on from him because the thing about Paul is, and Paul will tell you this in just a second, Paul doesn't care how out of shape you are necessarily. He wants to see effort. Okay. And, and I was probably trying to slide by, to be honest with you, because at 5 o'clock in the morning, sometimes you don't put in your best effort. And he started chewing me, and I just looked at him. I was like, Paul. I've been married for 23 years. There's nothing you can say to me that I haven't heard before. <laughs> and so it's like we just got along famously from that point on. But, you know, there's sometimes I remember one time I had my son out on the football field and we were working out and I wasn't doing this one thing called walking push-ups right. And he made everybody redo them three times because I wasn't doing it right. And I felt the glare of about 500 people staring. There wasn't 500. It's about 100 people staring at me like, you're a jerk. They're probably waiting on you outside the door, too. That's how it would be in in basic training. I wasn't worried about that. I was worried about my son in the middle of the night, you know, putting a pillow over my face for making him do on that. So, But it's great. Paul Acosta, like I said, here. And we do have a question of the day that goes along with it being New Year's. You know, I'm 2017. Thank goodness you all survived 2016. Question of the day is this. Name something or a habit that you'd like to stop doing this year. Mm. What's yours, Sharita? Uh, I'd like to stop waking up and getting on Facebook. Facebook takes up a lot of my mental space in the morning, and uh, I'm ashamed of it. So if I wake up in the morning to go to the restroom, the first thing I'm going to do is get on my phone. And and check for notifications. And if it's three o'clock in the morning, it's a good chance I may not go back to sleep until 430 because I just get sucked into social media. So I want to stop letting social media control me and how I operate in the mornings and do something else like read the Bible or, you know, take a walk or drink some tea or something. So that's that's my issue. I have a slight social media addiction. I do, too. And and it's I've been doing a lot of research because that's what I'm teaching is how to brand yourself for social with social media and other ways for journalists, for instance. That's what I'll be teaching. It actually changes the brain chemistry in your brain. It's like a drug. Mm -hmm. You get addicted to it. Yeah. So mine is I'm buying a little wire basket. I'm setting it on the counter right inside the door as I walk in every day. I'm taking my phone. I'm setting it in the wire basket. And I'm engaging with my sons and with my wife instead of looking at the stupid screen. That's good. Less screen time. That's Mm -hmm. what I hope to give up. Yeah. And uh, and I would like to give up about 20 more pounds, too. But that's uh, Paul will help me with that one. (laughs) Well, another thing I want to do is start eating breakfast. Paul, you'll be glad to know that I have started working out again after a year. My body is extremely sore right now. Um, I have been working out with this guy named Ty, Fit by Ty. And it's a personal trainer, so it's a different experience than me going to the gym and just uh, doing 
random things. Uh, it's very targeted, and I'm trying to gain some weight, uh, you, some some of my muscle mass back. I tell people when I got into basic training, I was 108 pounds. When I left, I was 128 pounds. So I gained 20 pounds when I was in basic training, and I'm back down to 100. So I want to just gain a little bit of my muscle mass back. And I know the problem is I do not eat three times a day. When I was in basic, we ate three times a day. You know, it was like clockwork, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And now I may do a big lunch, and if my lunch is big enough, I may not even do dinner because I don't have a big appetite. So I want to start eating something for breakfast, whether it's fruit or some some juice. I want to start doing something. So that's another uh, resolution of mine. And your mic is on if you want to. Yeah, jump jump on in. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know if I was on. Uh, I I think that's a great resolution. I also believe that if you could increase that and and get out there uh, and, and start eating Every two and a half to three hours mm. in smaller portions, okay. you'll find that and, and put a lot of protein in your system. You'll put on a lot of lean muscle. Okay. All right. But, any but any sure, kind of particular snacks every couple hours? Uh, one of my favorite is uh, brown rice and chicken. Mm. I love uh, sweet potatoes. I love oatmeal. Um, I, I have, of course, been through a lot since May, and I've gotten off my diet, so I feel like I'm going to be starting with everybody in the new year myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's, I always tell the people I train, if God made it, eat it. Mm. If man made it, stay away from it. Oh, that's and, a good, good slogan. <laughs> and, you know, we need a lots, lots and lots of fruits and vegetables. Uh, and then the way we prepare our foods is also super, super important. We need to stay away from fried foods. We need to bake grill bowl uh mm-hmm. our, our our meats and fish fish is a fabulous uh and that's why i feel like i'm so small because i eat a lot of salmon and tilapia i don't eat a lot of fried stuff and i definitely don't eat a lot of breads tell, let my granny tell it cornbread will give me the weight that i that i, that hey, I need hey, if you need some help on gaining weight i'm a pro at it okay <laughs> yeah. i can sit there and look at something like a piece of cake and i can gain five pounds so i can give you some help on that i'm good I, i'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to have your problem <laughs> right i know yeah. i know i feel crazy even talking about oh i need to gain I know. I, there's there's hundreds of thousands of listeners listening right now feeling sorry for you right now. Right. Oh, I can't get over 100 pounds. Wah, wah, wah. And you know the thing about you, I want you to gain weight so that like you don't freeze to death in the middle of August. I know. I know. I need something to, to help me get warm because I mean, I'm not... <laughs> I know it comes up every show, but I'm going to do an intervention on you. I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> I really am. So, I, And Paul, I really am glad you're here. Because I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Me um, too. You know, everybody talks about 2016 being, oh, it was the worst year ever. Oh, I think you probably deserve to be in the top five on people who had one of the tougher years last year. Um, okay. I, I mean, I'm going to get your whole story from the time you were little, little. But, I mean, last year you had some complications left over from West Nile, which mm-hmm. you had, you know, there are three types of, of getting West Nile. You can get it, you feel like you have a cold, you can get it, it knocks you back pretty hard, or it can literally kill you. You got the kind that can kill you. Right. And if you had not been in as good a shape as you had been, you would not have been here. However, uh, it did leave some dead muscle tissue in your leg, mm-hmm. which got infected. Right. And that caused all kinds of issues. How many surgeries did you have? Four? Was it four? I had, uh, I believe it was like anywhere from seven to eight. Oh, good God. I lost since track. May. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and a lot of it uh, probably had to do with my past of college and, and professional football, taking a lot of direct hits on my, my quads. Yeah. And then 
on top of that, uh, the numerous uh, hematomas or deep thigh bruises that I had, then you ha- add in the West Nile. Yeah. And those two things together cause the, the swelling and the muscle tissue uh, to, to basically lose blood flow and decay, die inside yeah. of my body and then get infected. And uh, I had gone back several times since 2012, uh, maybe like twice a year to have my, my leg drained uh, from the first surgery from 2013, or excuse me, t- 2012. And uh, I thought when I went in in May, it was just going to be a simple drain. Dr. McPherson from St. Dominic's would just go in there and drain it, and he'd send me home. But then uh, as he was draining it, his face got real red, and he went in the other room and asked his nurse to come over and continue the draining process where they stick a – basically it's a a hose inside. They make an incision, stick the hose inside your leg, and then start pulling out the fluid. And – so he goes in the other room, and the door doesn't close behind him. And he's on the phone. And he says, I need a room immediately. I need a general surgeon, an orthopedic surgeon. I need infectious disease. I have a patient that uh, that could die any minute. We need to we need to get on this fast. And, uh, so what was your reaction and, when you're laying there hearing this? I was thinking, man, one of his patients is really sick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was thinking, I feel sorry for this person. I was thinking, I need to start praying for this person. And, uh, and because this, you know, I've been, you know, that morning I had ran three miles and worked out with weights for over an hour and a half. And, you know, I thought I was, you know, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then he came back in and the nurse was just staring at him and, and he said, did y'all hear me? And she said, yeah, we heard you. And I said, man, you've got a really sick patient who I'm so sorry to hear about that. And he goes, the patient's you. Oh, wow. And, and I said, really? He said, that entire leg is infected. Then they did the MRI and found the dead muscle. And I was in, in surgery that afternoon. That afternoon, and it was tough. It was a type of infection that had to be cut out. Yeah, not just zapped with with drugs. And they did zap you with all kinds of antibiotics, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but it started to spread a little bit too. Yeah, it. Uh, the incision is just above my knee, up into my my hip, and uh, on my right leg and my left leg. And the first surgery on the right leg uh, from 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 that. It the infection got into my bloodstream yeah. and went to my neck and spine. Wow! And that's when it got really, really serious. Yeah. Um, and and uh, they they went back in three days after the the initial surgery in May and and did it again to clean it out one more time. And Doctor Dolsky and Doctor Hoseman and all the doctors from Capital Orthopedic, they they just did a fabulous job. Yeah. And then in the process, this was May, June, and July. Uh, I was in and out of the hospital. Uh, you know, not feeling well at all. Had a pick line, uh, which is where they run antibiotics from your arm to your heart. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I knew, I knew things were bad, but uh, I didn't know how bad they could get. When my mother walked in the room and they were about to release me to go home, finally, yeah. uh, she looked at the infectious disease doctor and said, "There's still something wrong with him." I'm telling you. So, I. Uh, I, I, I look forward to sharing that with y'all, what my mother's wisdom was with the with the doctors. And your mother is one of the tougher people on the planet. Of course, she had four sons, and we'll talk about that in just in a second after the break. We had, do have a question of the day. What is something or a habit or something or that you'd like to stop doing in 2017? Of course, social media has lit up on this. We'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877 877- 
672-7464. This is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, the New Year's edition. It's not New Year's Day. It's the day after New Year's Day. I hope you had a great New Year's. Uh, We have a great show today and a great guest. Paula Cost has joined us. And we have also a very good question of the day. What is a habit you'd like to give up in 2017? Also, if you have any physical fitness questions for Paul, well, give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Paul, if you have you and I ever do a radio show, that's a great line right there. If you got a question for Paul, give us a call. I love that. <laughs> it sounds like a jingle for a lawyer or something. I like I that. That is good. Uh, you had gone through surgery after surgery after surgery. Your mom's a wonderful lady. I I know her. I love her. Uh, she's tough because you oh, yeah. have you've. She grew up with four boys. Oh yeah, she she was tough. I I tell you, when she was spanking us when we were little, I I would tell her, hey, at some point that right arm's going to give out. And uh, sure enough, two years ago, she had to have her right shoulder replaced. And I told her, I said, remember me telling you when you when I was little? Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> this all could have been avoided. <laughs> exactly. So uh, so she insisted. She put her foot down. Yeah. That you get a full body scan. Yeah, um, I was leaving the hospital. You know, finally after about three months of being in and out of the hospital, leaving St. Dominic's Hospital, and Doctor uh, uh, Doctor Whitehurst, the infectious disease doctor, came in and said, uh, "You know, you're good. We're we're gonna let you go home." Yeah. And my mom looked right at her and said, "No, no, he's there's still something wrong." She said, "I, I know my baby boy." I can look in his eyes and tell there's something still wrong. And Dr. McPherson said, no, excuse me, Dr. Whitehurst said, you know, there's nothing wrong. You know, his blood works fine. We've got the infection taken care of. You know, he's he's great. And my mother kept saying no. And uh, I finally looked over at my mom and said, Mom, I'm ready to go home. I said, you know, I need to get back to work. I've, you know, all these medical bills. This is, you know, I'm, I'm getting stressed. And uh, she said, no, I'm, I'm not backing down from this. And the doctor said, okay, we'll just do a full body scan. And she walked out of the room, and the next thing they're bringing in this chalky substance and for me to drink. And I was frustrated at my mom. I said, Mom, I can't believe you did this. So they, I drink the stuff. I go into the scan. I'm, I'm at the hospital at St. Dominic's for another three, four hours. Then they dismiss me. The next morning, I get a, a phone call from Dr. Whitehurst, and she said, could your mother please come exam, examine all of my patients? And I said, why? What's the deal? And she said, you have uh, renal cell carcinoma kidney cancer. You have a you have a tumor in your left kidney, and I, and she said, Paul, we had you know there's no way for us to to have detected it. Uh, you you wouldn't have known this for another five or ten years, and if once you found out, it would have been too late. And uh, she said, your mother saved your life, and so I immediately hung the phone up and called mom and 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 said you know hey please forgive me for getting frustrated with you yeah. and she said N- i don't care about that what do you have what is it she knew she knew 
And I told her renal, renal cell carcinoma. Then uh, I guess about six, seven months, seven weeks ago, six weeks ago, uh, I had surgery. They, uh, uh, Dr. Blaylock and Dr. Patterson uh, removed uh, the tumor and, and cut a little bit of the kidney out uh, and, and got it. So I go back every six months for five years to be scanned. And, you know, you and I have so much in common, Marshall, mm-hmm. things you, you've been through and, you know, you've had the cancer scare, you've had highs and lows, you've lost loved ones in your life. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, when, when you're starting off the new year, you, you want to, to make the commitments to not only yourself, but your family and your friends and the, and the people that you impact in this world. And, you know, I always talk to you about the far reaching, people that you're able to touch and uh you know i'm i as your coach i respect you greatly for all the things that you've overcome and i think the name of your radio should radio show should be martial law <laughs> <laughs> yeah but then people might think they'll get legal advice on here it's like that could be dangerous very quickly on that i have a call yeah. oh great good deal we got amy and jackson got a question for paul hey amy welcome to the show hi good morning um i was calling paul I was wondering, can you recommend a CrossFit program that will not kill my ankles? Because I messed my ankles up a few years ago. I've done CrossFit. I've loved it. But I have to stop because my ankles are end up swelling and hurting horribly. Have you been to a uh, your primary care physician and asked, asked them about this to, to have them run a, a full blood work uh, panel yeah. on you to see where you're at yeah well not no because what happened was i fell a few years ago broke my foot and badly sprained both of my okay. ankles and i was off my ankles for so long because of the foot they just never really got their strength back well if, if you feel comfortable that there's no underlying medical issue and you know that it's just orthopedic uh you know it Getting in shape, I tell everybody this, there's going to be that time period where you're going to go through a ton of pain. It just hurts. The first two or three weeks, pain needs to become a friend of yours. And I mean hip pain, knee pain, shin pain, feet pain, uh, heart and soul, spirit pain. I, it, it just hurts getting in shape. And uh, and and I know that it's it's tough, but if you can get over that wall that I call that two- to three-week wall, and stay with a program for 12 solid weeks. I, I think you're going to also have to do a lot of uh, physical therapy after your workouts that you may not be taking time to do, such as elevation, ice, ibuprofen, or Advil to, to help with uh, inflammation and swelling. But uh, I would also stick to low-impact training, You know, some type of elliptical bike, and then gradually push yourself into it for the new year. Does that does that help you any? Well, I, I guess you're saying the pain should be considered part of the restrengthening process. Well, it's well. There's a difference between uh, me looking at Marshall and saying pain is weakness leaving the body. That's one of my favorite quotes. But then there's there's the pain that you're you're injured. You know, you have a you have a medical condition, and we have to be very smart as coaches and trainers to know the difference between somebody that's injured and somebody that's has has a hurt or are experiencing some sort of uh right fatigue yeah, exactly <laughs> so uh you know i would definitely get checked out by an orthopedic doctor uh capital orthopedic they have a lot of great physicians up there they're one of my partners uh, of our fit for and victory sports foundation 
And uh, I would go get checked out, get the okay, get a great pair of shoes from Fleet Feet. Um, Leslie over at Fleet Feet can help you and Matthew. Uh, and, and, you know, that's another big thing for the new year. Shoes is huge. Shoes, shoes yeah. and apparel and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and support apparel. It's, it's super important uh, for all of us. I always tell people that a good pair of running shoes is cheaper than knee surgery. That's exactly right. Yeah. So get, get checked out by an orthopedic surgeon so that you feel comfortable once you know that, get your get your attire, your 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 equipment all together from from the from your shoes all the way to the top, and then get after it. Don't don't look back. Yeah, this is a life. This is a lifestyle change. This is a this is a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I enjoyed it for like six weeks, and then you know I had cankles. So. <laughs> are you wearing uh for your your work day? Are you wearing a lot of high high heels? A lot of. Uh, Lizzie, my wife, she loves shoes, and uh, she has some fabulous shoes, but I don't see how she walks around in those. And sometimes when you do that at work, it can cause some, some issues with you as well. Do you do you have that problem? No, I had to get rid of all of my cute shoes. Like that, so. <laughs> yeah, so did I, Paul. I know, I know how that goes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, thank you so much for the call, and Happy New Year. Yeah, happy new year. Thank Appreciate you. It. Hey, our question today is this. What is a habit you want to give up in 2017? Or if you have any questions about physical fitness for Paul, give us a call. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to take a quick break. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Keep on pushing. I've got to keep on pushing. I can't stop now. Move up a little higher. Some way or somehow. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio, the New Year's edition. I tell you, we've got a great guest today. Paul Lacoste is in the studio, and we have a fantastic question as well. What habit would you like to give up for 2017? Also, if you have any physical fitness questions for Paul, well, give us a call. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. And we've got Tommy on the line. Hello, Tommy. Happy New Year. And what's your question for Paul? Yes. I like to know how it's the best way to quit smoking. I know that's a stupid question. But no, 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 that's anything but a stupid question. That's, that's a tough question. That's a that's a very tough question. And uh, you know, I, I see so many of the the athletes, and I say athletes, and I consider anybody that trains with uh, Paula Call Sports to be an athlete, no matter the age. But that's one of the biggest obstacles that we've, and, you know, in our state and of course our country, we ha- we have to stop. It's just such a, a bad habit that uh, it can cause so much problems. Uh, and I've seen people that have been able to overcome it. Uh, the Mississippi Department of Health uh, with Dr. Mary Courier has a great program for people to stop smoking. And I believe it involves uh, not not only medication, but also the mental aspect of addiction and addiction behavior. 
And uh, if you contact the Mississippi Department of Health and let them know that you're very interested in getting involved in their 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 program to help stop smoking, you'll you'll have great success. I've seen a lot of people that I've trained have that have gone through that and have have uh, overcome that addiction. And, you know, that that's one thing that, uh, you know, I don't think this this is a time of year that we ever have to be ashamed of whatever it is that we're addicted to or are trying to overcome as human beings. We we all have things that weight us down that the devil knows how to work against us. And, uh, you know, it's being able to call into a radio show like you and say, hey, man, I smoke. I got to stop this or, or, you know, this is my behavior. I, I do this or I do that. And, and for us to be able to talk about it and communicate it and then that gets the ball rolling not only for you, but for also others listening as well. And I, I look at that as uh, really magnificent that you're willing to uh, look at yourself and take an honest look at it and say, wait a minute, this is something I've got to stop. And uh, I well, respect that greatly. 60 years. S- say that again? I'm a 75-year-old disabled single man, and I've been doing it 60 years, and I've started using cigarettes and coffee as a crutch. That's all I have. Well... You you can overcome it. Please give the, the Department of Health uh, a, a call and, and get involved in their program. And I feel like, uh, and I don't think it's a, I don't think there's a cost to it either. So uh, that's another big positive for that program. So I hope, I uh, wish you the best, and I, I really hope that you'll give them a call. Thank All right. you very much, sir. And have a nice day. Thanks, Tommy. Happy New Year. And I tell you what, Tommy touched on something, and you just said something. That a lot of times when you have addiction, you've got a hole that you've got to fill. And you're trying to fill it, whether it's food or whether it's cigarettes or no matter what, alcohol or yep. whatever. You're trying to fill. Um, a friend of mine once said you're trying to fill a God-shaped hole in your heart. Yeah. And then you've got to, but you're filling it with the wrong thing. You know, you have gone through some really tough times in your life. You've, you've overcome uh, dyslexia. You've, you've, you know, been, people tell you you can't accomplish this and you've yeah. proved them wrong. You've always had a very strong will. You went through a very tough divorce in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you had West Nile that nearly killed you. You've had all these surgeries and everything else. And I know the old Paul, <laughs> and I also know the new Paul. And and I think if you had not made the change in your life, if you had not figured out a way to fill that hole in your heart, you would have not been able to pull off what you pulled off this last year. There's no doubt. I, uh, you know, I was I was headed down the wrong path uh, through college and and professional football, uh, chasing my dreams athletically. Um, uh, my brother died. My oldest brother Jace died in a car wreck my junior year. And, you're, and still, I still you still tear up when you talk yeah, about him. Yeah, yeah I, I still get very emotional about him. Uh, he was such a, a charismatic person, such a loving person, a, a great guy, um, and and was somebody great for me to look up to. And I named both Cannon and Cole after Jace in in a form: uh, Cannon Joseph and Cole Jace. And my other brothers, Lash and Ken, they as well named their 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 kids after him as well. So he had a big impact not only on me but so many people. And his death started a spiral in my life where anger and frustration um, were were a big part of who I was. And mm-hmm. I, I walked around uh, looking for confrontation and uh, playing football and playing professional football. I was rewarded for it and. Uh, you know, the the more intense I was, the more angry I was, the more passionate I was, uh, the the more success I had on the field. So it just spiraled out of control. And when my football days were over, it was time for me to get into coaching. Uh, the last last time I got cut, the coach uh, 
coach coach said it's it's time for you to become a coach and and he said you've chased this dream as as long as you can your body is done with this and uh I uh, got into coaching. I took the same philosophy of, that I had playing in, into coaching, and sometimes that rubs a lot of people wrong. And uh, I, uh, no, a lot, a lot of <laughs> no. a lot of former athletes were used to that. But yeah. uh, the way we communicated in the locker room and the way coaches communicated uh, through throughout my career, I had great coaches that that didn't use foul language, and I had coaches that did, and uh, it just became a part of every other word that came out of my mouth was oh, you were a painter was, i mean oh, yeah. you could paint phrases that were just absolutely gorgeous <laughs> and and so uh you know i when i started going through all these things uh, through west nile uh going through divorce uh going through a terrible uh, uh realizing how difficult the court system is here in mississippi on men uh and how backwards it is that it's uh it, it just is so lopsided that men are, are their rights as a father and time with their children is taken away from them. It, it just broke me, broke me down. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my ex-wife moved to Gulfport uh, with Cannon and Cole, and I went into severe depression. But before that, I got baptized on my 40th birthday and, and really started taking a look at who I was. And I've always had a great heart. I've always wanted to help people, and I've always wanted to inspire people. But there were times where my passion and my intensity got got in the way of that. See, I saw that with you the first time I met you. I knew what you were doing sometimes. Sometimes the method always seemed to be a little bit weird. But I knew exactly what you were doing. And this change, it helped bring that forward. That's right. That's right. There's no doubt about it. It made me sit back, take an honest look at myself, uh, start reading the Bible, um, start going to church and start learning. I'd go to Word of Life Church. I'd go to Pine Lake. I'd listen to Joel and Chip Henderson. Uh, Joel Sims and uh, from Word of Life and Chip Henderson from Pine Lake and I would start I changed the things I listened to uh, from the type of music that I listened to instead of when I would go to training in the early morning to train everybody instead of listening to music I spent that time praying yeah. and asking God you know please help me to have a filter whereas in my life if it came in my my mind it came out my mouth very quickly <laughs> and uh, it wasn't filtered either yeah and I I just prayed and and I wasn't a a bang change. You know, some people, when they, they come to religion and, and God gets their attention, it's immediate. Mine was a process. And a lot of people have compared it to Saul and yeah. to Paul. And and it's funny how many people have made that dynamic for me. I've had a lot of great men in my life that have inspired me from Coach Jim Tompkins to my father, Jay Lacoste, uh, Lester Diamond, Ron Aldridge, my father-in-law, Jim Stevens, uh, and 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 a lot of teammates and coaches that have inspired me uh, and had a big impact on my life. And so I want to have that same impact for all the people that I get to train. And I wasn't doing that. And it, and it, it was a hard, honest look. And God replayed a lot of things that I said and did to a lot of people. And it was really funny, Marshall. I would go to the, uh, to the grocery store. And the night before, I, I, it, I would have like a movie played back of the things I, I did to someone. And then the next day, I'd see him at the grocery store. Oh, wow. And I would have the opportunity to go up to that person and say, please forgive me. And, um, you know, I've really made some changes in my life. And I know that there's people that are probably skeptical of that, that have trained with me and go, wait a minute, there's no way that guy could have changed. But uh, God has truly gotten my attention. And it, it took me getting knocked down to depression, the not not even wanting to be alive anymore. And I'm ashamed to say that. But, uh, you know, uh, 
it, it, it took that for me to make a change. And it was a, again, it was a three, three year process. It wasn't immediate. I would take 15 steps forward and 25 back sometimes. But, uh, you know, that's our whole thing, uh, at the beginning of a new year, uh, all of us, we need to be consistent yeah. on our goals and our, our, our new year's resolutions. Uh, I think you know don't make them so big that you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. But at the same time, I say go for it because if you fail, you're going to fail at the top, and that's 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 fabulous. Exactly. Um, couldn't put it any better. We got Gary in New Albany who's got a question for you about fitness for Paula Cost. Hey, Gary. Happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year. Can you hear me all right? I'm a cheap Bluetooth. We can hear you pretty good. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Uh, well, uh, after listening to your testimony there, uh, I was uplifting it as could be. But anyway, uh, I'm a 64-year-old ex-military or National Guard, and about 150 pounds overweight or 130. And I decided I needed to start getting back in shape, especially since uh, my family uh, wants me to go to Disney World with them. Next month. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's a little bit late, but I've been doing it about a year. I lost about 25 pounds. Uh, but I'm, I'm fine that um, some knee problems, especially back problems. But anyway, uh, uh, I, 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 I had a general idea of this as a percentage. How hard should you push yourself to, you know, to uh, get going? Of course, I know. Everybody says listen to your body, but on the other hand, you know, I've always been told, coach, that pain no pain. <laughs> but, uh, I think lately they changed. They used to say, okay, maybe it's comfort, you know. Uh, and I'm trying to get an idea just what I should do. I have a, uh, I have a friend at the gym uh, that's, that's in his 60s. And he always comes up to me, um, his name's Jeff, and he says, I'm on the No Pain Maintain program. <laughs> I like that. And so... Uh, I'm not on that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to let you be on that. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. What's fabulous um, t- today, you have such opportunities to get so many... There's so many electrical... <laughs> devices and things that people can have for training from heart heart monitors to watches that can tell you how many steps you've taken i mean there's just everything out there so i encourage you to 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 look at some of the technology out there and see about checking your heart rate and seeing where you are during your your exercise uh you are going to have to push um I tell people uh, that walking is for Haley Barber, and it did not work for him, and it's not going to work for you. If you want to stay where you are, just just moving is not enough. If you want to have results, you've got to push hard, and that, that means running and going for 30-plus minutes a day. Um, I, I like to exercise six days a week. I take Sunday off, spend that with family and and going to church and and really pushing myself there. So uh, it, it's got to be a thing that, that you make up in your mind that uh, you're going to push past that threshold of pain, and pain is going to become a friend. 
All right, Gary, thank you. Great call. And I tell you what, um, it takes, what, 21 days to start a habit, to make a habit, something like that. Mm -hmm. And another thing, and I think you've said this before, too, when we're training, once you get your brain out of the way, your body can do amazing things. Right. And and another great quote that I always share with, with the team is, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. Right. And that's what we've got to be about in 2017. We've got to not be so taken down by where we are currently and and get lost in that, dwell in that. We've got to see where we're going to be at the end of the year and stay focused on that and finish strong. But I tell you what, and you've thrown these statistics out about how much obesity costs the state, for instance, and and, and that you know about medical bills <clears throat> this year, yeah. and, of course, I figured it out a little bit myself. They're really the personal responsibility of getting in shape and staying in shape pays dividends. It does. Uh, you know, I've, I've had so many doctors say if I wasn't in the shape that I was in, uh, I would not be here anymore. Right. I'd be dead. And, uh, you know, hearing that uh, just really resonates to me and that my passion and calling and, and uh, what God has put on my heart for here in Mississippi and the southeastern United States uh, to, to help everyone lead that healthy life, um, you know, because you don't know what God's going to throw at you. Right. You don't know what health issues you're going to have. And the best thing that you can do for yourself and your family and your friends and loved ones is be prepared yeah. and be ready for that. Um, and and we've got to we've got to to get focused on that. And it's the first of the year. It's a great time to start. That's right. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break. We do have a question of the day. Is there anything you would what habit you'd give up in 2017? And also, if you have any physical fitness questions for Paul, well, give us a call. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Paul Lacoste is in the studio, and we're answering some questions for you. If you have a question about your health or fitness, give us a call. And also, New Year's resolution, if you have anything you want to give up in 2017. I gave up 2016. <laughs> Believe me, a lot of people gave it up. Let's get that one out of, the, out of the way. But you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Sharita, are we going to go to Polly or David? Because we're just people, the phones are just lighting up. Hey, David Mobile, you got a question for Paul. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. That was a great program you're putting on. Thank you. Um, got a question for you. I try to stay hydrated during the winter months and also drink a lot of good fluids in the summertime. <clears throat> Do you have any good um, um, solution that I can uh, keep try to keep drinking and try to keep my electrolytes up and all that good stuff. Because every time I go in a store, I see this. I think I need this to help me stay hydrated and it don't work, blah, blah, blah. Do you have anything that I could uh, try? Well, I tell you, uh, 
we're Paul Lacoste Sports and Victory Sports Foundation, our 501c3. We've been partnered with the Mississippi Beverage Association and Mr. Ron Aldridge for years. And Ron always talks about, you know, there, there's that choice you have to make, as you're referring to when you go into a store, what you're going to put in your body. And the best thing that you can put in your body, and Ron talks about it all the time, drink water. And I force it on the people that, that I train. Uh, and you need to drink all day long. You need to have a, a cup or container. Uh, who's the guy on uh, Duck Dynasty? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's always drinking the tea. Yeah. I would yeah. love to see us having water. I got a 30-ounce cup that I drink all day long. Yeah. And, and, now, is there, now, is there a specific type of water? Are you drinking distilled water? Or are you just find whatever water you see that's available? You go with any of your bottled waters from Dasani to Aquafina to, you know, any filtered water that you have, I I highly recommend it. Uh, They even make some great devices that you can latch on to your your faucet in your your house, in your kitchen, also to your refrigerator that that they have filters that that are great. So you just need to consume as much water as you can. I try to take in a gallon when I'm really getting after my exercise, a full gallon of water a day. Yeah. And and I don't do that all at once. Uh, right. and, a, okay. and another big thing, uh, I know this is something to talk about on, on the air, but the way you can keep up with your hydration is to look at your urine. You want your okay. urine to be very clear and odorous, and no odor whatsoever. Um, and, and that way you can know, hey, I'm, I'm really good, I'm hydrated. You, you want it clear and you want it to, to have no odor at all. Now, let me ask you this. And, I mean, I think I, what kind of vitamin would you recommend? I'm 44 years old and uh, try to get as much exercise as I can, but every time I go into these GNCs or health food stores, what kind of vitamins that would help with, you know, keep my testosterone up, keep my B vitamins up and all that. So what would you recommend for the vitamin? Well, I, I go to GNC, um, and I, I meet with the, the guys there at GNC and talk to them about it quite a bit. Uh, I take a multivitamin, a fish oil. I also have been somebody that has believed in Juice Plus for years. Uh, Juice Plus is uh, all the fruits and vegetables that you need in a day. And even even me, being an exercise guy and a coach, uh, and that's my passion and you know my hobby and what I love to do, uh, I don't take in enough fruits and vegetables. So I, I take the Juice Plus and... Also, vitamin C. Um, you, you can go to GNC, visit with their their uh, their guys, the guys and girls there, and they'll really direct you. But the best thing is a good multivitamin, fish oil, vitamin C, and check out Juice Plus. All right, David, thank you. Great call and great. You know, the hydration thing is so important. And you know, yeah. I don't realize because you know you get out there and you sweat and you work out in the wintertime. It's dry and so forth, and you do need that water. Fit for Change starts this week. Yeah, uh, Jackson State. It's, it's really cool because it's a lot of people don't understand this. It's free with a catch. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, our, our foundation has been raising money, uh, Victory Sports Foundation, and we've had so many great partners through the years that, that believe in, in Mississippi, believe in our state legislators, state employees, and, and citizens. And this is a free program for people that have signed up for it. We we learned the first year that we needed to hold people accountable. Yes. After the first year, we, we had so many people that 
after the first two or three weeks that we've discussed of the difficult times of training and it's hurting spiritually, mentally, physically, in every way possible, they dropped out. Yeah. And so I, I went back to our board members and our sponsors and said, look, we've got to hold these people accountable. So we came up with the accountability check. And uh, it's worked fabulous. People turn in that accountability check, and it holds them in place for two or three weeks. And then they come to me and say, hey, coach, you know, I get it now. I'm getting the results. I know I'm going to get my accountability check back. I'm not worried about that. And that's not what it's about for us. And this year I took a a bigger step, and we dropped our accountability check has been the cost of the program, which is $720. We dropped that all the way down the accountability check to $250 because I started thinking about it. I don't want people to be scared off. Right. I, I don't want them to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to get out there. And, you know, so we, we came up with that amount. It's worked out good this year. Um, I don't know anybody that wants to lose $250 for any reason no. whatsoever. So uh, it kept me honest. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a great concept. I'm so thankful to to all the people that have made this happen from uh, St. Dominic's, Mississippi Beverage, uh, Mississippi Oregon Recovery Key Construction, the Hospital Association. Let me touch BKD. on Oregon Recovery real quick. And I know Polly's on the line. I don't know if we're going to be able to get to Polly or not. But um, your brother donated organs. Yep. And then you're really big on that. He gave yeah. his retinas yep, to somebody did. very special. Alan Nunley. Yeah. yeah. He uh, it re- really, really neat. When he, he passed away, uh, they came into the room where our family was and said, would you like for your brother to be an organ donor or would you like your family member? And we said, of course. And... Uh, Chuck Stinson, they, yeah. they they just do a great job over there yeah. at Mississippi Oregon Recovery, and I uh, they they have a phrase that uh, you know God knows that we need your organs here. Don't take them with you. That's uh, heaven. Heaven knows. Yeah. You, you know we need your 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 organs. So get ready for the new year. Become an organ donor. Get fired up, Rocky Balboa. I love the music you're playing. Isn't it great? Uh, <laughs> people can find you at paulacost.com? Yes, sir. paulacost.com. Please, please get in touch with me. I'd love to yeah. be a part of your life and, in, and inspire you to be the best that you can be. And speaking of getting in touch, Paulie, we didn't get time for your question, but you can email it to mpbonline.org. Do it right now, Paul. I'll give you an answer. All right. This wraps up the New Year's edition of Now You're Talking. We're going to have a fantastic year. My resolution to you is great guests, great shows, and try to get poor Sharita to warm up a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Now You're Talking is a production of MPB Think Radio, produced by Sharita Brent. We will come back next week. Up next is Southern Remedy.